Oh, hello, everybody. Hello, how are we today? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? How about yourself? Yes, I can hear you speaking to me. Yes, that's right. You know what? I, I can't hear you, but I, I feel the energy. I feel the energy of my listeners when you listen to this show. I feel the energy through the cosmos and the, the quantum physics, and I feel that you think that I'm an idiot, but that's okay. I, I, I'm okay with that. You know, you know, I'm fine with you people thinking that I'm dumb. I, 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 I know the truth. The truth is, is that I may be dumber than you think. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I got the baseball season is approaching. Um, I'm excited about that. I, although it was quite the disappointment last year with the Dodgers' performance, but uh, I don't know how this year is going to go. It looks like a rebuilding year. Or, I've seen some people not necessarily rebuilding, more like reloading, and I think that's true. Uh, we let a few guys go. Who was that? Oh, we let a few guys go, and uh, we're gonna see how it goes. I think, uh, I think they're saving up for Otani, which uh, you know, fingers crossed. But if we could get him, that would really be special. He he definitely deserves to be with a better team. I think. I mean, I say, and I'm, I'm watching the Angels versus the Dodgers right now, and the Angels are winning 4-2, to two, but it's only the fifth inning, you know. We'll see what happens. Um, of course, it's spring training. Who really cares? It really doesn't matter all that much. Uh, we'll win when we want to win. How's that? Okay, okay. That's that's what we'll do, the Dodgers. Um, it's going to be tough this year. The, the Padres, I hate to admit it, they got a pretty good team, and Diamondbacks are halfway decent as well, and the other two, well, Good luck to them. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I've been sinking a lot lately. I uh, what was it? I guess it was maybe three weeks ago, a month. I, I sang in a, I sing with the Charleston Symphony sometimes, and we did a. Well, the program was there was a one work at the beginning, and I forget what it was called. It was a modern work, and then. It did Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto 1, which obviously I ain't singing because there's no voices there, but I got to listen to it, and it was well done. And then we did uh, Prokofiev, Alexander Nevsky, and uh, that was interesting. I, I had never I had never listened or heard that work before, before uh, we started learning it, but uh, it was a good performance, I think. Uh, it was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is the big, that is the loudest. I mean, I have a pretty, I'm pretty loud when I talk, and especially when I sing, and I could barely even hear myself as I was singing in some parts, because it was that loud with the chorus, plus the orchestra is just blaring away. It's like, my goodness. I mean, it's like a full body workout to sing that piece, but uh, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's great writing, and um, especially the the battle on the ice that's a really cool uh movement there but uh i, I enjoyed it um yeah yeah I, i'd never heard it before and I, i'm glad we did it so there you go um and uh and then the next the next time i sang it was uh with the local opera company and uh it was uh it was a gala night different selections different works a lot of verity which I'm happy about it. He is my favorite after all. And um, 
I was on the chorus for this one. Again, I guess chorus, chorus, but uh, this is different, you know, because there's some staging involved. I mean, we didn't do a whole lot. We were all, we didn't have costumes or anything. We just wore the black, you know, black tie. I wore one of my own tuxedos, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, and it was it was fun. The chorus, we sang in a few things. We sang, uh, oh, we did, the first thing was uh, Violetta Sina from La Traviata. And we sang the chorus going into that, you know, that one, uh, which I have heard go wrong many, many, many times in recordings and live recordings. It's uh, sometimes it turns more into a race between the chorus and the orchestra, but I think we kept it together okay. The conductor was Greek, so you know we did a good job, and um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> And then the soprano saying, you know, a forse lui and sempre libera, which is, she did a fabulous job. And yeah, they sang different things, you know, Verdi, Puccini, of course, some Wagner, some, uh, some Bizet. Um, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, yeah, and then the chorus saying, and uh, we did the whole, in Verdi's Macbeth, we did the opening scene to Act 4 with the, the great chorus of Patrio Pressa. And then we had the tenor. He sang uh, He sang the tenor aria. Who is that? Macduff sings it. He sang Macduff's aria. And, uh, and we did the whole scene, which was fun. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, I had not been on stage in quite some time, you know, with, you know, but I was singing concerts and stuff, but that's not as different than having movement and, Posing and acting and all that stuff, but uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't been on stage since uh, before then. That was on St. Patrick's Day, which is interesting. Um, we did not wear green, but uh, yeah, so it was that was what that was March seventeenth. I had not been on stage since February the year before, which is when we did uh, the Offenbach Operetta at my college, which was La Belle Helene. I played Calchas, a you know, fortune, uh, auger, high priest sort of character, which was that was a fun role. You know, he was he was drunk and gambling, and he was <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great show. I, I enjoyed that. I had not another thing I never heard of, but it was a good note to end on. And plus, I got to play a Greek person, so uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, good to be back on stage. Hope to do more. Hope to do more on stage. Hope to. Get back into it, you know. Start uh, start really doing it again. So, yeah. All right, Manolo. That's enough about your singing. Well, I like to sing. How about that? I like I like to sing. It's a uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, especially when you're a bass. There's so few of us, so it's always always in demand. You know the low notes. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, what else is going on? Uh, so I've been experiencing something lately, and this is something that's been bothering me. Uh, there's this place I like to go to sometimes on my sometimes on my lunch break. It's a sushi place, and I go there, and I usually get maybe a bowl of soup and a roll, you know, specialty roll. The one I like it has seaweed. It has uh, it's wrapped in rice, of course. It has seaweed on the top, and then it has tuna and salmon and whitefish inside plus avocado that's like you can't beat that that's like all my favorite things wrapped into one so i I usually get that 
And uh, it's a good thing, you know. You you know, one roll plus a little bowl of miso soup, and you're you're a happy customer. That's it. Plus, it's on special this month, so I, I get you know two dollars off, and you know I like to save money. I'm I'm a you know I'm a, I'm a big proponent of uh, finding deals when I can. So anyway, but I like to go there. I, I would I, I a lot of the times I'm by myself. I'm just in a hurry. I just want to sit at the bar, and that's it. I want to sit at the bar. I don't necessarily want to sit at the table by myself. It looks like I'm waiting for someone, or I'm, I'm it, it doesn't look right. But I walk into this place. Now this, <laughs> I walk into this place, and there's two people at the bar, and there's one seat on either end. So I, I don't like to sit next to people if I don't have to. So there's one seat on either end, right? And then the two people are sitting, you know, next end, second from the left, second from the right. And then there's two seats in the middle. Now, why would you do that? Because no matter what, if the third person wants to sit at the bar, you have to sit next to somebody else. You have to think when you sit down at these places. You have to know, listen, you have to leave room for someone to sit in the middle. You can't just take up. I mean, why would you sit like that? You have to sit on the ends. If you come in, you have to sit either dead in the middle or on the ends. That that is the rule, and I don't know why people don't seem to understand this. I walk in there. I I, I don't want to sit next to you people. Maybe if you were Scarlett Johansson, I would sit down next to you. But I don't think Scarlett Johansson is eating sushi at a strip mall. So uh, my point is, is that you know I, I'd like to go. I like to have my own bubble, and I really don't want to have to share my immediate vicinity with the other people. Plus, isn't it more sanitary to have space in between? So just. You know, in Charleston, we are prided for our hospitality and our manners. So I think proper manners would have been to sit where you, you know, there's room. But this is very important. I, I think I think there needs to be, you know, it's things like this you don't think about. How to sit at the bar. There's rules for that. Unwritten rules, but rules nonetheless. How to walk into an elevator. This is one of my very first topics. You wait for the people to get off. You wait for the people to get off. And still, I get people, they just barge on in like it's like they're in such a hurry. It's like, didn't, work. didn't anybody teach you how to use an elevator or sit at a bar? Or it's just or how to drive, the driving situation. It just gets worse and worse. It should take me, it should take me 20 minutes to get home. And it usually takes me 40 to 45 to get home every day. This is not right. People just don't know how to drive. It gets all backed up. But this is something we can control. This is a bar thing. So please, if you're if you're listening to this show and you happen to frequent sushi bars around town, leave a space for Manoli, okay? Is that so much to ask? I just want to eat in peace. No, I had to sit at the table, which is fine, but I don't want to sit at the table because I'm looking around and people are talking. And I hear way too much information. People talk about their private lives. It's like... I don't need any of this. I just want to sit by myself. Why do I have to hear your conversations about this nonsense? Some people, they just broadcast it out. I can't even repeat the things that were said at the table next to me. I was like, oh, I have to listen to this. This is, I don't need to know you people. If I want to make friends, I'll say hello, but I just, I don't need all the personal information that you're broadcasting. If you're going to talk about, you know, 
personal things. Maybe keep it to the volume down to the person immediately in front of you. There's no need to broadcast, he says, as he broadcasts this to the world. But, you know, nobody's nobody's perfect. Except for me. But no, no, I'm kidding, of course. Far from it. Um, but yeah, let's make room at the bar, please. Okay, thank you. Uh, anyway, what I have a list here. I have a list. I started typing them out because my handwriting is so awful. I had to, I had to quit with that. I, I, I couldn't. I would write it down, and I, I wouldn't be able to read what I wrote. And it was just, it was bad news. Another thing with the seat, and my notes here. I was at the doctor the other day, and they sent me. Uh, they sent me to do something. I, I was waiting, and I'm looking around. And I, I prefer to sit in a chair because it has arms. You can rest your arms. It's a, it's a very important discussion about chairs and seats this episode. Um, this is the Game of the Game of Thrones. It's more like the Game of Chairs. This is my life. Um, anyway, so I'm at the doctor's and a waiting area. And I see an open chair. And there's a table. It's a magazine from 2003 there. And then... On the other side, there's another chair. I'm like, okay. And there was a lady sitting there. She was talking to another lady who was standing up. Okay. The one lady standing, the one sitting. There's no bag to indicate that anybody's there. And I'm looking around, and I look at the open seat, and I I go to make a move for it. And the lady who's standing, she says, he's going to take my chair. You just watch. And I said, I just kind of looked at her. And I gave her this incredulous look on my face, like, and just shook my head a little bit, and I kind of, I just sat somewhere else. I, I didn't even say a word. I just, you know what? I heard you. People don't think I can hear. I can hear very well. I hear the most, I hear the important things. And when you have a problem with me sitting in a chair that you're not claiming in any way, this is the other thing. You can't just save seats willy-nilly. If you want to sit down, by all means, sit down. Don't just stand there, you know, five, six feet away. It's not right. But your bag down. I mean, what? What? what the, the, the chair does not have your name on it. I don't understand. He's going to take my seat. I just sat far away from her, and I, I could hear the lady. She started to protest like, oh, it's fine. I just didn't even say anything. So... Maybe that was her at the sushi place. She was getting revenge by blocking me out, you know, having to make me make a decision. But anyway, this is this is very important stuff. You really want to hear about the the status of my chair seating, you know, availability. This is this is what you come here for. You come here to hear about where I sit my ass down. But uh, anyway, um, Baseball this season is going to be interesting with the new rules. They banned the shift, the extreme shift. You got to have one person. I'm sorry, you have to have two infielders on each side of second base, which I'm fine with. And this pitch clock, I only have so much time to make a pitch or get in the batter's box and get ready. And it's uh, it's interesting to see. I think it's about one violation per game now. We had a game end not too long ago with a pitch clock violation, so. I guess that's the reality we live in. Imagine it's a World Series game and it ends on a pitch clock violation. Could happen. I don't know if the postseason, maybe they change it for the postseason. I have no idea. I haven't heard that. Um, anyway, 
Come on, Dodgers, what are you doing? Stop playing around. Why don't you do something? Um, I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, yeah, so the point is, is that, you know, I'm just looking for a place to sit. That's really all I want to. Preferably where there's less people around me, but if I have to sit next to somebody, I will. But, you know, just be, you know, help me out, people. I, I do so much for you. I do the show. I, I deserve a seat at the bar. I deserve a seat at the table, okay? I want to be in the room where it happens. Anyway, um, next, uh, so, you know, I'm kind of, uh, people have considered me, they say I'm like an old man. Old man Manoli is what they say. And I'm like, I don't really quite understand it. They say, well, Manoli, you own the robe. I'm like, okay, I actually own, I own three robes, but continue. Like, you like scotch? I'm like, okay, well, so what? That's what my father drinks. That's normal. You're like, but you like opera. I'm like, okay, well, so what? Young people aren't allowed to like opera. It's been around for 400 years. But I never quite realized just how old, you know, personality-wise I was until I got one of those targeted ads on the internet. I was looking up something. Maybe a Verdi or Handel libretto or I don't know what. I was looking it up and an ad came up and it said, because these ads, you know, they're personalized for... A demographic, basically. They kind of guess on what, what you're into, you know, where you live, uh, your age. And uh, anyway, I get this targeted ad, and it says, it says, if you're 63, <laughs> if you're 63 years old, you must have this strategic puzzle game. And I was like, oh, no. I'm 23. They, they got me 40 years older. That's how I am. That's how I act. I act like I'm 63 years old. If you're 63, you must have this game. I was like, oh, no. This is sad. That means when I'm like actually 60-something, I'm going to be like 300 years old, you know, in my mind. Be interesting. I have to start, I don't know, using messenger pigeons and quills and parchment, but um, I just thought that was funny. It's like, It's like I've always tried to deny the allegations of me really being, you know, elderly, but uh, I guess that kind of confirms it. <laughs> You're like, well, it's the way you talk. It's like, I don't I don't want to hear this. Maybe this is it. I'm a, a little bit of, curm- of curmudgeonly. At t- oh, my gosh, I can't even speak. Curmudgeonly at times, but it's all in good fun. I'm just, I'm just here to ha- have a good time and to laugh. That's really all I want. I'm not being a curmudgeon. I'm just having fun. I'm poking fun. This is an act, people. Really, I'm a I'm 23. I'm a young man. I promise you, pictures of me exist. You know, they're they're portraits, and they're you know the later ones are black and white, but they exist. But uh, <laughs> you look at those old pictures, and the people are just staring there. They can't smile because the exposure was so long. You know, I speak from experience. The exposure was so long, you couldn't hold a smile for that long, or else it would blur it out. It's like those old pictures you have. The those you see in the cartoons. They have the guy in the camera. They have the sheet over his head, and he's holding the thing up that looks like the window washer. That's that's how they used to do it back in the day. Um, but yes, there are ancient pictures of me. You know, first it was marble statues from antiquity. Then it was uh, portraits by the great Renaissance painters Caravaggio and Da Vinci and Michelangelo. They they all did 
they all used me as a model. And then later on, it was photography, you know, of the black and white kind. And then, and then I got into color, you know, in the mid 20th century, they finally uh, started shooting me in color. And now I, uh, I can broadcast my, my musings to you. Isn't is a technology amazing? I've seen it grow from, you know, since before the dinosaurs into now, apparently, according to this website, and, you know, I'm an old man, but anyway. Um, another interesting thing happening is that at our office, we have there's geese everywhere. Geese. Geese, the devil's bird, they crawled out from hell. <laughs> have you seen... Have you seen a picture of a goose's tongue? It has rows of teeth on the actual tongue, not in the mouth, on the tongue. It has rows of razor teeth. They're they're very territorial. They attack you for no reason. And they can fly too, so they they have that advantage on you. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock, my goodness. I mean, I know that the birds I think were seagulls, but they really should have been geese. These birds are from hell. They're evil, and they sit in the parking lot and they're they're watching i guess they have a nest out there now this is at my office they have a nest out there now and they they watch for victims every time i get out of my car the thing is staring at me i just know that if i get too close or if it decides it doesn't like the color of my shirt or you know my haircut it's gonna it's gonna charge and it's going to attack and i will have to defend myself in any way i can you know they have those long spindly necks maybe you could grab it and just snap it but I wouldn't kill the geese unless I had to. Um, maybe I would try to kick it. You know, they they look a little kickable. The things running at you, you just kind of kick it like like it's a soccer ball. <laughs> hey, you, know, you have to defend yourself. It's like the Larry David episode where he kills a swan. You have to defend yourself. But I would try to. I don't know. I think it would kill me before I would kill it. I, those things are tough, man. Remember the flight that landed on the Hudson River? You know what caused that? Geese, they're evil, evil birds. I've seen videos. They chase people around golf courses. They they start hissing. They have their their mouth out like a shark. And in the morning, I see it. It's it's standard, staring there. It's sitting there and it looks at me and it starts opening its mouth. I guess it's breathing. It opens its mouth open and close. It's hungry for human flesh, and they're everywhere. And they 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 they. They poop everywhere. It's like it's like walking through. I mean, you have to really be careful where you step. It's like a minefield. It's like they their their honk is like it's like a demon honk. It's like the from the Lord of the Rings, the the, the things that scream. That that's it. What are those things called? I don't remember. The witches. They they have that awful. That's that's them. Except they honk. That's what they sound like when they're they're ready to rip your jugular out. The thing, I mean, I just, I'm always on my guard. Because I know if you get too close to the geese. You know, I think that geese, I really think that they're the biggest threat to humanity. Forget, forget you know, aliens and extraterrestrials and, you know, natural disaster and whatever it is, and nuclear warheads, It's it's the geese. In Australia, they fall to war against the emus. I think in North America, they're about to go to war with the geese. And I don't know who's going to win because these things are everywhere. 
They have the, the tactical advantage. They can fly. They can bring down our aircraft. There's nothing you can do. What can you do? They're too fast. You can't grab them by their neck and just ring them. You have to... I don't know what you could do. They have tough exterior as well. They're like anti... They're like... They're armored. They're like a little tanks. But they're birds. And everybody talks about... Nobody talks about geese. They always talk about birds of prey. They're the real birds of prey. They're... they're their demon spawn, the geese. And you have to be on your guard. If you see a goose, you better you better watch out. Be prepared to stand your ground to fight to the bitter end. Um I'm just kidding, you know, but I have no problem against geese. Actually, I have quite some problems against them, but I'm trying to be good, okay? You know, every every animal has their purpose. Every animal does something for the you know, something for the ecosystem. And I'm sure geese have some purpose. I don't know what it is other than to, you know, instill the fear of God into morals. But um, they have a purpose as well. Um, but watch out for them. What is this commercial? They have churros. Oh, El, po- El Pollo Loco. I don't know where that is. I, I watch the West Coast broadcast. I, I don't think we have that here on the East Coast. We don't have anything good. Everything that was good about us is all all migrated over to the West Coast. Why, when are we going to get some stuff? Why don't you send your in and outs over this way? How about that? Send some over here. Put one in each state. Give us something, man. But I, I digress. Um, my grandparents were in town this past weekend. It was a lovely visit. It's always fun with them. They come in, and we we talk, and we 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 watch you know comedians on the TV. We play cards and. Uh, yeah, I actually won a game. I we played Pinochle, which is uh I don't know if anybody my age has ever heard of it, but it's a fun game. Uh best played with three people. And uh hard to explain, but it, it's a good game. You know, we we play for the sport. We don't play for the money, you know. I try to get them played for the money, but they're not really interested. Um but I won. I won I won a game of Pinochle, which is a miracle against my grandmother. She is when it comes to cards, it's very it's a tall task to beat her. She can be in the hole down fifty points and she she'll find a way to come back, especially with the progressive rummy, which is the game that I don't like. We we play a few games. We do Pinochle, we do the marble game, which is going around the board. There's all the backstabbing and knocking people out. Leo likes that game. My little brother, he's six and he he enjoys a marble game. Um I'm trying to hone his skills, making my little protege. Um, I'm pretty good at marbles, but anyway, so, and then Pinochle is fun, but the progressive rummy is just awful. It, it lasts three hours. I, I'm dropping things. I'm a mess. Um, it feels like it lasts three hours. You already know you're going to lose. And when you feel like you're going to win, it, it gets swept out from under you. It is, it is awful. And you got, and the thing about it is that it derives conflict because in the middle, when the discard pile goes out, you can pick, you can buy that card. You have to take an extra one, but you can buy it. And it's always an argument because everybody always wants the same card. It's like, I want that one. I want that one. But anyway, but thank God we didn't play that. I, I, that game is, that game is, we played the Marvel game, which was fun. And then we played Pinochle, which of course I won. So fun for me. Um, I'm competitive, man. I like to win. I don't believe in that, you know, play for the fun of it and icy nice and helping people win. I don't I don't help nobody win. I help Manoli win. So if we play Pinochle or poker or whatever it is, I'm coming to win, people. 
That's right. But what else did we do? We watched we watched some comedians. They were funny. What, what did we do? Oh, yesterday we walked around downtown Charleston. We went and had pizza first, which was very good. And uh, <laughs> it was nice. We walked around downtown. I had you know the I hadn't been to the Charleston market since uh, oh in quite some time. Um, I've walked around there, but I haven't actually been inside. We try to stay away from there, the locals. But you know the grandparents are down. We we like to. They like to walk around the market, so that's what we did. We walked around. We got ice cream. I don't even like ice cream, but I, I got some. And uh, I mean, I like it, but what in the world? People emailing me. Um, I like it, but I don't. I try not to eat as much sugar. I try to, to restrict my sugar, but just because I got used to not eating it, and I try not to open that, you know, open that craving back up. But you know, every once in a while, a little bit of ice cream, you know. Um, uh, we ate so much, I, I couldn't even eat the rest of the day. I mean, the pizza was one thing, but then you add the ice cream on top. I, I, I felt like I was, I felt like I was, you know, going to be knocking on heaven's door. I <laughs> I passed out for a little bit, and then we played the pinochle, and then what else did we do? I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, people. My memory, you know, the college years, it kind of did a number on my memory, you know. Going out four or five times a week. I mean, not that much. I mean, my goodness, I'm making it sound like I'm some, I had some kind of issue. But, uh, yeah, you know, at least two is normally what I did. Usually three, sometimes four, not five. Five is, I don't think I ever did five times a week. I mean, that would be, that would be nuts. I'm sure some people did it. I'm sure some people did six, seven nights a week, even on a Sunday. But never ever on a Sunday, a Sunday. Anyway, um, I have heard that song so many times. It's like I have heard the the Zorba thing and never on Sunday uh, in an extraordinary amount of times, and it, it's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy people want to play the Greek music. I I I am happy about that. I support that. But my goodness, there are other Greek songs. Can we please pick something else? What is that? Baseball, what a, it's always it's always a disappointment. Um, it's like uh, people. There's so many great Greek songs out there, traditional songs from the islands, and, and you know, come on, we don't. I mean, do, we don't have to roll out Zorba for the 800th time. I mean, it, it's great, it's great, it's all good. But people, let's come on, let's dive, let's broaden our horizons, shall we? Broaden our horizons, explore the great. The great musical body of the of the Greek culture is it, wonderful, but anyway, it's like I don't know. Um, kind of going in circles today. I, I apologize. I don't know what's going on with me. What am I apologizing for? I don't have to apologize for anything. It's my show. I can talk about whatever I want. Where I sit down, card games. It's always competitive with the grandparents. It's always something. People don't deal right. We had to redeal a couple times, and it's always a controversy. Like, what did you put down, and who put this down, and how many cards do you have, blah, 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 blah. But it's fun. That's so fun. I mean, we sit down, and we play cards, and I just laugh the entire time because of <laughs> it is just funny. It's funny. It's like it's always a controversy, and usually I don't win, but I won this time. You know, So I, w- I was happy. 
you know, my Aunt Lori was here as well. My Aunt Lori and Uncle Ronnie, they like to uh, vacation. So they were staying downtown. They drove my grandparents down. Grandparents stayed with us. They stayed downtown. I guess they didn't want to see us. No, I'm kidding. We saw them every day. And I mean, we went to their room and it was, my goodness, what a room. I mean, it was an impressive sight. Uh, it was a beautiful room. Had the nice living room and the, the bath. They had the points or something. She's always getting points. I don't know where she gets all these points. She has so many points, people. I, I bet she has three billion points. I don't know where, how she does it, but it's really something. It, this is a beautiful new hotel, beautiful room. We went in there. And I, I kid you not. I kid you not. The toilet seat has a, has a remote control. This is the greatest thing ever. It is heated. <laughs> It's heated. I mean, I never heard of such a thing. The toilet seat has a remote, and you could you can save you can save you know your settings to different people. You can assign if person one wants to use the throne, they have their own settings. Maybe they put the heat on. Maybe they leave it off. Maybe they use uh, not to get graphic, but there are quite a few options on the. On the toilet is my point. And the other person, they could have a totally different set of options. This is a wonderful thing. I think uh, <laughs> I think I might have to invest with the remote control toilet. I, I really do. This is uh, this is what we've devolved to. We started off so hot with the singing and the opera. And now I'm talking about remote control toilets. But I mean, what a thing. This is this is this is technology at its finest. This is what human innovation is all about. We have remote controlled toilets. This is magnificent. I'm so happy to live in the 21st century where I could go down and there's the freaking Starship Enterprise control panel next to me on the throne. This is the most wonderful thing in the world. I, I'm telling you, this is marvelous. It's just marvelous. Marvelous, marvelous. And you, I know you're, what you're thinking. You're like, when Oli's gone off the deep end, I'm, I'm just telling you, if you stay somewhere and there's a remote-controlled toilet, you might change your mind. Um, I'm surprised they didn't play show tunes. Um, yeah, get out of there. Uh, what else have I been doing? I don't know, people. I, I don't know. My life isn't that interesting. I hate to break it to you. No, what am I saying? I have to... I can't have to... I have to build myself up here. Um... No, my life is very interesting. I enjoy sharing it with you people. But, you know, 35 minutes, I think that's enough for today. So, uh, yeah. Um, what have we learned today? We've learned that toilets are now as advanced as computers. Important. Um, we've learned how to sit at doctor's offices and bars. We've, we've gone over that. That's very good. We've talked about, you know, archaic card games. That's another thing. We've talked about my my ancient age. Um you know, going back since, uh, you know, 10,000 BC or whatever it is. Um, what else have we talked about? We, we, we talked about opera. That's classy. We talked a little bit about baseball. Uh, I'll talk more about it when the regular season rolls around. But I try not to, I try to keep a variety for people because I know not everybody's into baseball. Well, not everybody's into opera. Well, not everybody's into, you know, hearing about where you sit down, you know, at the bar, on the throne, or otherwise. But I try to keep a variety. It's just, This is a slice of life. This is like, Little vignettes, little little bits of information, and then the whole mosaic is laid out for you. The whole mosaic is there. Each thing I muse about, you get a little little piece of the puzzle to the the enigmas of the enigma that is my mind. 
I'm kidding. There's no enigma. I, I hate to break it to you. I, I, there's, I'm a very simple man. I'm a very simple man. I, I like, I like the simple things in life. To hear the birds chirping, to see the sunset, and to see people that I like. But so this is growing smaller daily. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I you know, I, I try to. I believe I should, be. How shall I say? I, I, I try to keep. I try to keep it. You know, keep it nice. Let's keep it nice. Whoever stole my seat at the bar, you know what? You can have it. You can have it. You know what? That's it. We're we're shedding this off. You know what? If you sit wherever you like at the bar, it's not every time, okay? That that's where I'll end it. I have to I have to start timing this better. I, I can't. I just have to I have to have a seat at the bar, you know, where I'm isolated. There has to be a little bubble around me where I'm in my own world. It's like it's like I, I'm not here to chit chat. Like I said, if you were, you know, Scarlett Johansson or, uh, you know, Natalie Dormer or, I don't know, Salma Hayek, you know, maybe I would talk to you. But (laughs) like I said, not not really around in Charleston. But anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it. 38 minutes, I I think. Well, I'm going to have to edit this. It'll be a little shorter. I do edit these, by the way. It may not seem like it. Maybe I should edit them more, but I do edit them. Um. Yeah, go Dodgers, uh, and I will see you soon. That's it. Goodbye.